there, beautiful souls. Welcome to the Ignite Your Intuition podcast. I'm your host, Steph Demetrius. I'm so excited that you are here to join me on a journey of getting curious about your intuition and to learn how to turn up the volume to the voice of your soul while grounding your spiritual experiences in this beautiful life. This podcast is about giving a voice to your soul so that you can uncover the parts of you that you may not understand yet, but you deeply desire to. I'll be right here on this journey with you as each episode I will bring lessons and practical supportive tools as I share my personal journey with you. Thank you for being here and I'm really excited to share this space with you and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey there beautiful souls and welcome to episode 13 of the Ignite Your Intuition podcast series. So I'm really excited today to start a conversation around creating intuitive rituals. So rituals are something that we all have in our life. Rituals can be a form of habits. They can be a form of chores. They can be a form of doing things repeatedly throughout our life. But what I love about creating intuitive rituals is that it brings a deeper meaning to everything that you do in your life. So you can turn uh, any sort of mundane daily practice into a beautiful intuitive ritual just by being aware of the energy that you bring to it and the intention that you bring to it. So for me, I see intuitive rituals as an extension of our eternal self or from our soul. And for me, what makes an intuitive ritual different to any other habitual practice that we have in life is that intention that we bring behind it. It's the mindful practice that it offers us, if we can see it that way. And it's the way in which we invite it into our lives. It's allowing it to come up from our soul space and allow that deeper meaning to surface. And I also believe that it is about having a regular, consistent practice. But that's there's, there's another part to that, which I will talk about um, in the following episode, because I also want to talk about some a bit of troubleshooting when it comes to rituals, because there are times when we fall off the bandwagon. There are times when we are not motivated. There are times that we don't feel like doing it or that we just want to completely switch it up, which is also fine, too. So I'm going to share some of those kind of troubleshooting um, little topics with you in the next episode. I'm going to talk about things such as ritual resentment, what it is and how to overcome it, ritual resilience, how to bounce back when you've fallen off the bandwagon and how to keep things consistent and how to keep yourself motivated and also ritual flexibility. So being able to have a malleable practice that is able to change. And we'll talk about also how you decide when to change your rituals as well and, and helping your, letting your soul help you decide that and not just necessarily chopping and changing based on external reasons, really coming from an internal space and creating rituals and maybe changing them when you need to, but using your internal and your soul space and your intuition to help you along the way. So I wanted to share with you a few of the ways in which rituals have supported me. And there are so many. When I, when I think about creating intentional rituals and intuitive rituals, I would say I've probably been practicing for about the last six years, basically since my intuitive awakening or almost seven years now. And just to name a few of the things that intuitive rituals have supported me with, they have supported me with manifesting a sold out retreat a couple of years ago. I used the intuitive ritual of a crystal grid. I was guided to create a crystal grid 
to put out the energy there of the people who I wanted to come and the people who I wanted to bring into that space and the people that I wanted to attract into that retreat. I've also used intuitive rituals for gaining clarity on my soul purpose and how to best serve others by using meditations, by using crystals and essential oils to help me really really align with my soul's purpose and that's a big part of everything that I put out there too it's it's a huge part of my business it has to come from my soul space it has to come from this space of a deeper purpose um, for me to create something and I use rituals to help me tune into that and to tap into that and to gain clarity around that it's also intuitive rituals have helped me immensely with emotional healing so if I'm having a tough period in my life or if I'm struggling with something or if an emotion has surfaced from a past experience that I haven't yet dealt with, I create a ritual to help me process that and to, to create space for me to work with that and to allow myself to shift that so that then I can release that from my energy so that then I'm more likely to get clear on my, my soul's intentions um, also when I wrote my book proposal about two years ago now, almost two years ago, um, I used rituals every time I sat down to write. So I had this beautiful ritual where I used three different essential oils, one on my feet to ground me, one on my heart to connect to my heart and intuition, and one on my crown chakra at the top of my head to open up to universal energy and I would say a little prayer as well. I would thank the universe and my soul for supporting me to write what needed to come through me for the highest good of everyone reading this. And it really made the biggest difference when I sat down to write, having that intuitive ritual. Because before I started doing the regular intuitive rituals, before writing, I would sometimes get writer's block. I'd sit there and I'd be stuck. I wouldn't know which chapter to focus on. I wouldn't know where to start. I wouldn't know what to write. Um, and going through writing a book proposal, I wrote 33 chapter previews. So just like a short snippet of each chapter, but it needed to be very concise, very clear, very to the point. I needed to get that, that point across. And for me, I like to talk, if you, if you haven't noticed, <laughs> I quite like to talk. I like to elaborate on things. I like to go deep with things. I like to, um, yeah, get really curious and ask a lot of questions. So for me, keeping things short and sweet is actually a bit of a struggle. But what I found was when I created these intuitive rituals, when I really sat and I aligned my energy with my soul that when I actually started to write it was like this energy overtook me it was like my soul overtook me and when I sat there and wrote it was almost like I wasn't doing it it was this deeper part of me that would come up and take over and type on the keyboard and everything that I wrote came from this deeper space and it was became it became effortless um, I also believe that too, with, um, with intuitive rituals, we can turn daily chores and daily habitual practices into beautiful intuitive rituals just by simply being aware of the energy that we bring to that practice and also creating an intention around it as well. So it might be a simple mind shift, something as simple as you might be doing, say, regular exercises for an injury that you have. Now you can either do those exercises feeling frustrated that you're injured, feeling frustrated that you can't do X, Y, Z in your life, or feeling frustrated that you're not able to move your body as you could or that you can't do the things you used to do. And you could bring that energy into that, that exercise practice, or you could create it into an intuitive ritual and you could sit and ask your soul, 
you know, what's your higher purpose for this? Maybe thank you for the lessons in this injury or sitting there and recognizing that with every time you do your exercises, you're getting better and you're improving and you're getting back to doing those things that you love doing. So just by having a simple shift in the energy that you bring to it and the intention that you have in the background underneath the practice can completely change your experience. And this is the thing that I love about intuitive rituals is that you don't have to guess and you don't have to have to think about it and overanalyze it. Intuitive rituals is just that it's coming back into your intuition and it's asking your soul for your higher purpose with each practice that you put into place or with each practice that you're already doing. It might be doing the dishes or the laundry or the washing or doing meal planning or cooking or cleaning up after the kids or whatever it is. There, there can be a beautiful ritualistic practice within that, those everyday practices that we have. So I wanted to go through three steps today in today's episode as to how I create intuitive rituals and that I hope that you will be able to put into practice well and bring a bit more purpose and a bit more mindfulness even and a bit more intention into your current rituals or creating ones for the future. So I'm going to talk about creating ones for the future for now. So things like, uh, you know, creating the ritual that I used when I was writing my book proposal or creating the crystal grid when I wanted to manifest a sold out retreat and I wanted to manifest the people who really wanted to be there. So number one, when we're looking at creating intuitive rituals is to start with an intention. Why are you wanting to create a ritual? What is it that you want to bring more of into your life? How do you want to feel? So starting to become aware of your intention before anything else, before you think about what it is that you're going to do for that ritual, how you're going to take action, what you're going to put into place, start to write down. You might even want to journal about what your intention is, or you might know exactly straight away. My intention is I want to bring more peace into my life. My intention is I want to align my sole purpose with my business. My intention is I want to write a book that will hit the souls of people who are searching for it. Or I want to create a podcast series that is going to reach the people who are really searching for this information. And I want to be very intentional with the the information I put in that podcast series or that book. So you may even want to create your own intuitive ritual to help you to connect deeper to your intuition and to help you turn up the volume to the voice of your soul. So start to have a think about your personal intention and and you can write that down somewhere, maybe in a journal. I've got a a creative ritual template so that you can log into the free resources section of my website and you can download that and you can go through and use these three steps that are already in there and you can create your own rituals using that beautiful, beautiful, simple, easy template. So number one, looking at intention. Number two is getting a little bit deeper and getting a bit more specific as to which arena it is that needs support or which arena it is that you're going to practice. So when I talk about arenas, the four arenas are the emotional arena, the mental arena, the physical arena and the energetic arena. And the reason I find that this really helps is that I have a I have a chart uh, or a PDF that I have written down all of the practices and all of the rituals that I love to do for each of those four arenas that really work for me. So when we're talking about the mental arena, we're talking about our mind, our thoughts. 
So for me, I have specific meditations that I love that help me with that. I have, I know if I go and jump on my spin bike or I go for a bike ride, that really helps me clear out my mind. Um, there are certain crystals I know that will help to settle my thoughts and bring me back to peace. So I already have a whole lot of rituals that, that I've written down that I will also share with you guys. I'm going to share that on um, social media too. So if you are on Instagram, jump on and find me at Steph Demetrius, S-T-E-P-H-D-E-M-E-T-R-I-O-U-S. I'm going to share in my stories some of the little templates that I personally use that I turn to when I feel like I need a ritual for one of those four arenas. So that step two is figuring out which arena. And what you can also do too, the intuitive part of this, which is so beautiful, is that like I mentioned before, to take the guesswork out of it and the overthinking and the overwhelm, because there are so many practices out there that you can choose from, it can be very overwhelming. You might even find there's so many intentions that you have. You might even be confused as to which arena that you need to be focusing on at the moment or which ritual in any of those arenas. That can feel overwhelming too. Sometimes I know personally when when I've got some space for myself, which is so precious these days of being a mum of three, when I've got that time, sometimes I will, you know, say, go out to my office and go, right, I've got an hour to myself. I've got about 10 things that I want to do. And sometimes I will kind of sit there flustered and overwhelmed for a little bit of time, not starting anything because I want to do everything. So this intuitive ritual practice helps you get very specific and intentional and helps you figure out the best practice for your highest good in that moment. So you can grab your rituals chart out, you can grab your four arenas out, and you can muscle test which arena for my highest good needs some attention right now. If you don't know what muscle testing is, head back to episode three of the podcast series and you can learn how to tune in and use your body essentially as like a pendulum to get these answers from. Or you can head to the free resources section of my website and I have two beautiful videos there um, that you can you could watch if you're a more visual person and you want to watch me go through the muscle testing, you can do that as well. So head over there. I'll pop the links for those in the show notes. So after you've figured out what your intention is and you've figured out which arena you are going to support yourself with, with this particular ritual, it's then figuring out what the actual ritual is. So starting to create a list, which I mentioned that I will be sharing on social media. So come on over and you can check out a few of my lists in my stories. Um, I will also save them in Instagram as well so that you can go back and have a look at them. So yes, once you have figured out your intention and which arena, it's figuring out which ritual is is going to best serve you. And this over time, I have found personally, I know now which rituals will really help me for my mental arena, which will help me for my emotional, which will help me for my physical and which ones will help me for my energetic. And that's just come with me practicing and becoming aware and asking my intuition which ritual will serve me for my highest good right now. So like I mentioned, you can use the muscle testing tool to get all those answers and also head over into the free resources section and download your ritual template because that will help you keep it super simple, super intentional and super focused as well as you start to create your own ritual practice. You can go further as well once you have the intention, the arena and the ritual, you can ask how often you need to practice that ritual, maybe the times of day that are for your highest good, maybe even how long for. So you might create a ritual that only you need to use for maybe three weeks or maybe you only need to use it for two days. 
And this is something that I'm going to discuss in the next episode when we start to talk about ritual resentment, when we start to talk about things like ritual flexibility, is being able to be flexible with your rituals. And this is something that I know I've personally struggled with is that I'm such a routine person that when I'm and a bit of an all or nothing person as well. But when I create a ritual, I feel like, yep, I'm going to have this ritual. I'm going to do it as regularly as I need to say it's every day, like for the rest of my life, <laughs> which that's, that can be, you know, a little bit um, unrealistic. So what next episode is going to help support you with is how to become flexible with your ritual practices. It's how to also create a a ritual resilience around your practices as well. So that if you fall off the bandwagon, how you can get back on without beating yourself up too much in a nice, beautiful, self-loving way. Yeah, so head over and have a bit of a play with the muscle testing tools. Grab your ritual template and have a bit of a play with that as well before next episode. Next episode, we will be diving deeper into all of those things that I mentioned around creating rituals that really stick and how to be flexible with them. But once you do have your intention, you've got your arena and you've got the actual ritual that you want to practice, that's, that's the most simple way to get started. And I really want to... Keep this podcast super simple, super practical, super actionable because I don't want it to be confusing. I want to take the overwhelm out of everything to do with intuition. And when we're creating intuitive rituals, it needs to be a simple practice in order for us to continue with those practices. If it's too complex and too overwhelming, then we don't stick with them. But when we use these simple frameworks of finding the intention the arena and the ritual that we're going to practice and then you can if you want to go further and muscle test how often how long for maybe even you want to ask when you know when's for your highest good for you to change up your rituals just so then you're sort of one step ahead of yourself that can really help too so yeah i hope this episode has supported you in your intuitive ritual journey and beginning that and i really look forward to in the next episode sharing some um, some other practices and some kind of ritual troubleshooting that will help you stay on track with your rituals and what to do when you fall off the bandwagon if you have any questions as well as usual feel free to hit me up and email me at info at stephdemetrius.com or come over onto instagram and join in the intuitive conversation i'm sharing with you my intuitive story as it unfolds and how i infuse intuition in my life and how i use it in all different areas of my life come on over and ask questions and join in the conversation i'd love you to join me and i've really been enjoying receiving emails and messages from you guys about how you are adding intuition into your life and how you're asking it to support you it's that this conversation is so exciting to me as I'm sure you can hear so yeah feel free to let me know how your intuitive journey is going and I hope you have a lovely week and I hope you enjoy practicing your intuitive rituals and I will see you next week bye Thank you so much for listening to the Ignite Your Intuition podcast. I look forward to continuing our journeys together next episode. And remember to email me at info at if you have any questions about intuition that you would like answered or any topics you would like to hear more on. And if you're enjoying this podcast, feel free to share it with a friend and I would absolutely love it and I'd be so grateful if you feel called to write a five-star review on iTunes which allows more beautiful souls to find this podcast series. Have a beautiful day and I'll see you next time.